0: Hi, welcome to Unicom Minneapolis. We are so glad that you're with us today, that you've taken time to join us. You know, this is September and it's Music Month here at Unity Minneapolis. And that's when Laurie Dawkins creates this great music around a theme and then we blend that lesson into it. Well, obviously, this September we're looking at things are going to change, get into some good trouble. And you know what? We're looking at the music that helped to create that change in the 50s, and the 60s, 70s, 80s, moving right on into the present moment. So I'm glad you're with us. We have great music playing today, great guest artists. We have a wonderful meditation, a wonderful lesson. You are here, and you do not want to miss this. So come on in. Let's have a great time together. I love you. I bless you. Welcome to Unity Minneapolis.
1: Where they put you in prison For being a woman And speaking your mind She looked in his eyes In the mirror And he smiled One conversation A single moment The things that change us If we notice When we look up Sometimes Rise.
2: Amazing. Welcome everyone to our live stream today. We live stream our Sunday service at 9:30 a.m. Central Time every week, and the archives of our past services are available anytime on our Unity Minneapolis website. Today at 11 a.m. Central, join Michael Opsatz for Moving from Empire Consciousness to Oneness Consciousness, A Return to Love, which is our Sunday workshop. This evening, and continuing each Sunday at 5 p.m., our ministerial team will host a 30-minute virtual grace and peace meditation. During this time of evolutionary change, be part of this sacred space, affirming inner peace envisioning a graceful and peaceful transition into 2021. Zoom in this Thursday at 5 p.m. for Pub Theology with Reverend Tony and guests to discuss various uh, spiritual topics. And then this coming Friday is the next First Friday experience. It's going to be October already. At 7 p.m., we'll watch the movie Implicit Bias, How It Affects Us, and How We Push Through followed by a community discussion. And then on Saturday, the Women of Unity meet via Zoom at 9.30. Our fall book study begins next Sunday, and super excited for this, Mirabai Starr, the author of God of Love, will be our virtual guest speaker for the Sunday service. The Sunday lessons will be based on God of Love, and we urge you to join a small study group via Zoom or participate with self-study. Download a copy of the study guide and sign up for a small group on the Unity Minneapolis website. We'd love to have you. Also next Sunday, we're doing a virtual coffee hour returns at 10.45 a.m. And also at 10.45, you can connect with the board for a time of listening and sharing. They really want to hear what your experience is like. At 2 p.m., Central. Zoom in with your dearly beloved pet for our annual pet blessing. So excited. This is such a sweet service. And now you don't even have to bring them here. And then at 5 p.m. participate again in that new grace and peace meditation. That was a lot, but you can learn all about our upcoming events and activities on the church website. You can look on our Facebook page or our weekly peek at the week email, our e-newsletter. You can also contact the church through email and voicemail. And now I'd like to welcome up Reverend Tony to open us in prayer. Thank you, Cassidy.
3: Join me now in a time of reflection, a time of celebration, a time of community and connection as we go into prayer on this amazing and glorious day. And as we go into that place of prayer, that place of connection with the divine and with each other, we do so with a grateful heart. We do so with thanksgiving for all the blessings that flow in and through us, for the friendship, for the support, and for the love that we demonstrate as divine beings for ourselves, for our families, for our friends, for our communities, for our world. It is that divine connection in which we live and move and have our being that we know in that connection that all things move to good physical appearance notwithstanding. It is that knowing that allows us to stand, to take the steps needed, to hold each other tight. It is that knowing with which we are blessed. And on this day, as we sing and we share, we do so knowing God is, and all is well. And we give thanks for you being with us today. Wherever you are, we are connected. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. What a glorious day it is today and we are so glad to have you with us here. Wherever you are, we are connected and it's good to have you with us here at Unity Minneapolis. Thank you to our amazing musicians. Amazing musicians. Yes. And our AV team and our sign Nur <laughs> Sign Nur and Cassidy, thank you for being here. It's always good to be here on Sunday morning, Um, whether it's in person, it's better in person, but it's also really cool to be connected uh, virtually. So we're glad you're here. And if you are here with us for the first time, or you feel like you're a new person with us today, we have a really cool new thing that we're excited about. You can now connect with us virtually as well. We have set up the possibility for you to text High Unity, and this should be up on the screen if I'm not mistaken, right, Jay? High Unity, capital H, little i, capital U, Unity to three one three one three one. Give us your information, and we'll get back with you. I believe we actually have a special offering for you if you send in your contact information. It's our way of trying to reach out and connect—not try to. It's our way of reaching out and connecting to you. So, it's good to have you with us. It's good to be here. And we know that wherever we are, we are welcome here. That's part of who and what Unity Minneapolis is. So I hope you will remember that wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are always welcome here with us. Now, turn to somebody close to you. And if it's just your pet, just your pet. My two dogs would just shoot me if I heard that. If it's your pets or if it's someone you love in the room, or if it's just yourself, give yourself a big hug and say, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. And now it's time for us to continue with this amazing service with a little more amazing music.
4: We're going to do a little underscoring for The Daily Word today, which we haven't done before, but I've been meaning to say that we should do. Would you read The Daily Word for us, Reverend Tony? Oh, Cassidy. Read The Daily Word. It's a good thing we're flexible
3: here. Yes, it is. Cassidy, would you read us The Daily Word, please? Yeah.
2: We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of The Daily Word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box or submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven whole days, and then they were forwarded to Silent Unity where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. The word for today is faith. We affirm with faith, nothing is impossible for me. With gratitude, I use my faith to trust in the good that is always present, even when it has not yet manifested. As I pray with faith, I discern the truth that always endures through even the most difficult circumstances. As I concentrate on harmony and love, all thoughts of lack, limitation, and discord simply dissolve. As I speak with faith, I use positive words to express my belief in myself and others as divine beings. As I act with faith, I access deep, lasting strength and fortitude that help me surmount any challenges. Inspired by my faith, I move forward with confidence, nothing Is impossible for me and scripture tells us in Matthew chapter 17 verse 20 if you have faith the size of a mustard seed you will say to this mountain move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you the word for today is faith
3: the knowing that we are light let us take some time now go into the silence and know that at a deeper level and so at this moment if you would if it's comfortable for you close your eyes take that deep deep breath and as you release it just let go of whatever it is that is troubling your mind, whatever it is that got that pit of the stomach a little bit rolling, whatever it is, just let it go. And know that you are light, <laughs> that you are divinity in light. Take a deep deep breath and know and know the beauty of your soul and the beauty of our world and the beauty of the connection that we have with each other. And to allow yourselves to drop even deeper into that knowing. Allow yourselves to feel the peace that passes all understanding. Allow yourself to rest with faith in that divine spirit. And as we move into that space, I would share with you this morning a poem by Reverend Jane Beach. And she says, I live in the stormy present. I cannot hear birds as they sing. I live in the stormy present. I'm unsure of what life will bring. My parents' advice no longer applies. All I hear is the pain of sighs and cries. I live in the stormy presence, my hope in humanity seems to die. And then I breathe and remember the timeless truth of love. And then I breathe and remember joy fits me like a glove. Confusion does not define me. When I look within, I see. I just need to breathe and remember my hope is my divinity. Let us take that knowing into the silence. And as we begin again to be aware of our breath, as we become aware of our surroundings and our connections, I would close our time of meditation with these words from Nelson Mandela. No one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. People must learn to hate, and if they can learn to hate, they can taught to love. And love becomes more natu- comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. Let us love one another.
5: me. Mm-hmm. to salvation and I'll fight with the strength that I got until I die so I'm gonna stand up take my people with Prepare a place
1: for you
4: introduce you to yes, our please. very special guest this morning. Oh my gosh, there's so many things to say. We could be here until 3 o'clock, but I'll try to be really concise. <laughs> um, Gerilyn Steele, uh, Indiana, came from Indiana. has been in Minnesota for a long time. She been on Broadway, The Gospel at Colonus. She sang at Carnegie Hall. She's done multitudinal works of radio and television over 20 years at WCCO Radio. Um, jingles commercials you might have heard her there she does great motivational speaking and incorporates singing with it Um, she's just um, a force of nature just a powerhouse and you know what she's I just love her (laughs) she's nice and kind and in fact I really want to let you know that she gifted us her time and talent this morning she wanted to be here to help close out the month so we're very very grateful for that thank you Amen.
3: Hmm. There's this quote, this quote that I've used a couple of times, but it's appropriate here, more appropriate than before. It says, what comes first? The feeling that there's a problem with the world or the song that voices the pain that the problem causes. Sometimes it takes a powerful song to move people to action. Thank you for that powerful song today. Thank you. Whew. We've been in doing this song thing for four weeks now. Three weeks. This is our fourth. And, and for
4: several years.
3: Well, yes, before I got here several years. But for me, this is my first experience with this, uh, with this music month. And I must tell you that I have found it fascinating, challenging, and so much fun, and so insightful. We started with the '60s, and I got to start with the '60s. Um, that was my that was my decade, um, the '60s. And it was so much fun to go back and and look at what happened in the '60s and the songs, revisit the songs, and then we moved up through the decades, the '70s, the '80s, the '90s, and today. We're looking at the 21st century, the turn of of the millennium, the new millennium from 2000 to today. And it was interesting because it is my want to go and do the Google thing and find out all of the things that happened between 2000 and 2020. Oh, my goodness gracious. So many amazing things have happened. So many strange things have happened. But what I'd forgotten was... And I have to remember, in 1998, 99, I was still in the other chapter of my life. I was still acting as a computer security consultant, uh, business recovery consultant. um, And there's this thing called Y2K. Do you remember Y2K? The world was going to come to an end... Because of the, we only had two digits for the year. Somebody picked up on that and said, Boy, when we turn to January 1st, 2020, I mean 2000, things are going to stop. Nothing's going to work. And when we changed, when we, the clocks turned from January 1, 2000, the world didn't come to an end some things did happen. There were some things that didn't happen. But generally speaking, it was a pretty smooth transition. And immediately everyone starts claiming hoax. They just made it up. They were trying to scare us. Does that sound familiar? But anyway, it was hoax. It was, you know, they're making things up. Well, let me tell you a little secret. That wasn't the truth. Because there were people in 1998, 1999, up until the last minute, working their tails off to get things fixed. I was working with systems engineers and application programmers and systems programmers and, and people who were looking at finding where this was gonna happen and fixing it, or at least putting a, a, a fix on, a temporary fix on, until they could do a redesign. And so we moved through we dodged a bullet we moved through because people worked hard and they were creative and they saw problems, they saw solutions outside the box in the very first moments of 2000. And all kinds of things happened since then. For those of you who grew up (laughs) um, much later than I did, You might not realize that the iPhone didn't come out until 2007. Smartphones didn't exist until 2007. Facebook came out later than that. Twitter, all of these things that we just have integrated into our lives didn't come out until after 2000. Some of the other things that really were pretty impressive, stem cell research. I actually have a nephew-in-law who is going to be benefiting from some create some innovative stem cell work um, as a result of a of a cancer, a very unique cancer. This has happened since 2000. The Human Genome Project, where we now you know all we have in fact decoded, for the most part, the human genome. That happened. In 2003, 3D printing. They are now making human limbs 3D printing. That didn't happen until 2000, after 2000. The Affordable Care Act, which provided coverage, insurance coverage for folks who didn't have it. Black Lives Matter. All kinds of amazing things occurred since 2000 that have made our lives more open and easier to live. And then there was 9-11. And then there was the invasion of Afghanistan. And then there were the anthrax attacks. And then there was a major... Blackout in the Northeast. And then there was a shuttle explosion, and I had actually forgotten that shuttle explosion in reentry. And then there was Katrina. And then there was Sandy. And then there was a shooting in 07, 12, 15, 16, 18, and again at 18, and there were bombings. And then there were detention centers on our southern border. And then there were protests and killings. On one list, there were 126 individuals of color on this one list. 25% of 8,700 people killed were people of color. It's been a very interesting time since 2000. And there's been a lot of questioning about, what's this about? What's going on? For some, it's the apocalypse. Well, the apocalypse, interestingly enough, actually means revealing that which is hidden. What we are finding is in the decades prior to this turn of the cent- of the millennium, things that were hidden were being asked to come to light things that were hidden things that were not discussed things that were not being faced are now being brought to light to be looked at to be changed and so it depends on how we want to look at that can we can look at it as the end of the world I'd prefer not to. We can look at it as the end of the world as we know it. That's a better way to look at it. We can look at it as the possibilities of creating a new way of living. How do we do that? Well, folks, we have five principles we have five principles in unity that if we use those five principles as we begin to use the power to image a world in which we want our, to live, where we want I want my grandkids to live in, and I don't want their kids to live in, we have that power. Number one principle, there is only one power and presence in the universe— that higher power, regardless of what you want to call it, there is a higher power, and we live and move and have our being in that higher power. Number two says, we live and move and have our being in that higher power. We are divine. We made of God's stuff. There's an amazing um, analogy, we are the drop in the ocean. I've always liked that one. I'm the drop in the ocean, and I'm made of the same stuff the ocean is made of. And then, just this past within the last two weeks, I read something that goes a little further than that. It said it's wonderful to wake up and know that you are the ocean. It's even more wonderful when you wake up and recognize that the ocean is also the rain. It's all connected. And it's all one thing. And if we can begin from that place, if we can begin from the place that says, we are all one thing. I am uniquely manifesting in this form. Each of us uniquely manifests in a form. But at our core and within all that we are, we are the ocean and the rain. Third principle is thoughts held in mind, create in the outer after their kind. If you were tuned in to Deepak Chopra yesterday, he reminded us very clearly that we create our world. We create our world by what we think, the thoughts we hold, the actions that we take. The things that we give base assumptions as. The things that we say, these are the basics. And when we agree on those basics, they manifest. We all agree that that chair over there, those pews, I can sit on because they're solid. Now, if Cassidy were to walk in here today and say, you know what? I understand that that pew really is just a lot of empty space with some molecules, And if I sat on it, I'd just go straight through it. And enough of us bought into Cassidy's story. It's entirely possible that Cassidy would just float right through that. But it takes all of us to understand that. So the question is, what are we holding as base assumptions in our world? And then what are we, how are we reacting to the things that happen? How do we respond? So number three powerful 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 for us and if we use the faculties that we have of faith and love and wisdom and zeal and imagination and i've forgotten the rest of them because anyway if we move use those we can move mountains we have the faith of the mustard seed the fourth principle says we use prayer and meditation we also use denials and affirmations that means not that we don't look at things We don't see them. We we see them. We see them and we say, no longer powerful. James Baldwin has a beautiful quote. And he says, not, not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. If I don't look at it, if I don't see it, and then decide, nope, Doesn't have power on me. What does have power is then my affirmation. It is what I see that I want in my own mind's eye, that I want the world to look like, what I want my life to look like, what I want the world to be for my grandchildren and for your grandchildren. And then I have to stand up, I have to move says principle number five. I can't just sit there and hope it'll happen. For me, that's what this millennium is about. That's what this time since 2000 is about. It's recognizing, it's seeing clearly, and it's being selective about what I want my world to be and then taking action to do it. Several years ago now, oh, more years than I'd like to count, in doing some Season for Nonviolence work, I came across an affirmation statement. It was written by Alan Silfka. He is the co-founder of the Abraham Fund in New York. I'd like to read this affirmation for you today, and I would like for you to ask you to listen to these affirmations and see if there are things there that you can step into and hold. Because it's important, it's imperative for us now to have the vision of what it is we want, not Let's share what we don't. We we can figure out what we don't want. But what is it we do want? How do we want it to show up? We've learned this in our unity classes, in our self-development classes, that if you don't have a clear view of what you want, you're going to get what's around. Let's find out. Let's be clear about what we want. So I'm going to read this affirmation. It's not short but I would ask you to hear it as I read. I affirm a world where all people learn to think of I and thou, where all people practice existence and coexistence, where all people move through life individually and with others, woven together, separate yet interconnected, like the light and the dark of the Tao. I affirm a world where all children are taught about coexistence, cooperation, community building at an early age, that they learn acceptance and respect, that they can overcome the prejudice they learn from adults. I affirm a world where political leaders encourage respect for diversity, instead of exploiting differences for political gain. I affirm a world where leaders of all faiths denounce absolutism and fanaticism, where respect and tolerance for all expressions of connectivity with God or universal spirit are understood as expressions of our shared desire to join with a higher power. I affirm a planet where the oppression of minorities is universally condemned, where we can all coexist rather than become extinct. A world where the ideals of coexistence and community building become education priorities and shared societal goals. I affirm a world where differences, tradition, culture, spiritual roots, are all honored, where the goal of peaceful coexistence is as important as clean air, clean water, and the protecting of all species on Earth. I affirm a world of justice, joy, abundance, equality, and peace for all. I affirm a world of justice, joy, abundance, equality, and peace for all. And so it is. And so we let it be. And it's all about standing and being one. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day.
1: Krishna or the Buddha Up in the sky, we can heal our broken 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 hearts if we give up the desire to be right. We are a human kind of seven billion, so many days.
4: on percussion
2: this morning we are so blessed we we are so blessed (laughs) if this is the time of our service where we give thanks for all of our special blessings if you were moved in some way by this phenomenal music by the powerful message that reverend tony shared or by any of the other ways that you are spiritually fed here at unity minneapolis we invite you to make a gift to us You can do so financially by texting the numbers on your screen. I think it's 77977-GIVE-TO-UNITY. That might be the easiest. You can also go on our website. We take checks. And if you're not in a position to give financially, we understand that too. And we invite you to send your love and send your blessings for the continuation of the vibrancy and abundance of this spiritual community. And regardless of where you are and getting everything together, I invite you to take a moment and pause and affirm with me the divine blessing. So take your courage or take your courage in your hands. Listen to me, <laughs> Reverend Pat, who's enjoying a well-deserved day off. Um, he's still here. So let's get some energy in our hands and affirm together: divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give all that I receive, and all that I am. And I invite you to repeat that silently.
3: So we do give thanks for the gifts and for the givers of those gifts. We bless each one. And we know that those gifts will be taken and used to support this community. And this community will support the larger community. And we give thanks. And we say, thank you, God. And we say, thank you, God. Amen. And so, what a day. What an amazing day. The music has been awesome. Thank you, Cassidy. There's a lot going on here, folks. Our prayer chaplains at this moment are are holding sacred space wherever they are. They're holding you and and our community in prayer. And if you have a prayer request, please go to the website. There's a form there you can fill out. It will go directly to our prayer chaplain's. And they will hold that prayer request. They will be praying for you for seven days. And then we'll send it on to Silent Unity, where it's held for 30. We give thanks for them, for they do hold an amazing space for us. Um, There are all kinds of other opportunities. We have our prayer line. Please feel free to call that. Um, If you would like to call Silent Unity directly, it's 1-800-NOW-PRAY. And they are always available. There's a lot going on, folks. We start our small book groups. Please sign up. Uh, Go to the website. We have a multitude of opportunities. Also starting um, on the 6th of October is our Prosperity Plus 3 class. Um, Kevin Hudala and Lisa Herklotz are going to be teaching that. It's going to be fantastic. Um, And we actually have, at this moment... Um, A testimony about Prosperity Plus from Teresa Belden.
6: Hi, this is Teresa Belden. I have been a member of Unity Minneapolis for over 13 years now, and I think in that time I've probably taken most of the prosperity classes offered um, through Unity. And uh, when I was asked to do this video and reflected on what it meant to me to take Mary Morrissey's prosperity plus three living full spectrum wealth Um, what came to me was the clarity that I got around what it means for me to live a prosperous life in all areas of my life Um, health relationship career and creative endeavor um, time and money freedom Um, and I and I put that into words and I use that now when I you know make decisions and and, and when I just try and live a pro- more prosperous life. And, and that's what I want for you. Um, and if this class can be any kind of guidance in how you can live a more prosperous life, um, I think that's all we can ask. So sign up today, um, take the class, and, um, and just live a, a more prosperous life for yourself. Um, thank you.
3: And thank you. Thank you, Teresa. Remember, you can sign up on the website for that, for the small book class, and all kinds of other things that are going on. There's a workshop this afternoon that will follow on to some of the things I said this morning, um, and that starts at 11. Uh, join Mike in that. So join us um, in more than one thing if you, if you can find the time. And now, Cassidy, what's going on with the
6: youth?
2: Well, I'm so glad you asked, <laughs> Reverend Tony. <laughs> Um, As always, we have Sunday morning programming. We have not stopped. Uh, We're doing everything on Zoom these days, and we have two opportunities for our preschoolers through fifth graders to connect. That's at 9 a.m. and again at 10.45 Central, so I'm looking at the clock going, it's almost time. And then our unit so our sixth to eighth grade and our youth of unity, our high schoolers, they both meet separately at 11.30 a.m. Central. And we're working through a fantastic social-emotional learning curriculum. We're going to look at how our emotions are tied to our thoughts and behavior. Uh Hey, it's like it's unity or something. (laughs) You think? (laughs) And then our high schoolers are diving into a pretty big, meaty, existential discussion today about God and their experience of God and names for God. So join us. um, Check us out on Zoom. Hit me up if you want more information Cassidy at unityminneapolis.org would love to see you.:
3: Thank you, Cassidy. And now it is time for us, yes, to do first uh, the prayer protection, which I, I brought the words up so that I don't forget <laughs> so that I don't forget them, and then we'll sing the, our peace song. And so join me now as, as we say together the prayer for protection. The light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine, and all is well. Let's sing.
4: Don't forget Daryl Boudreaux on percussion. And the Pulse Lute today is brought to you as a video. It's a compilation of some spoken word and uh, members of the Unity Choir singing We Shall Overcome. Um, T. Michael uh, Rambo did the voiceover, which you'll see. We appreciate you. We're so glad you joined us. And we'll see you next Sunday morning at 930. Thanks.
7: We have been too quiet for too long There comes a time when you have to say something You have to make a little noise You have to move your feet This is the time We shall
8: overcome We shall
7: not permit an even flow of economic resources with this system a small privileged few are rich beyond conscience and almost all others are doomed to be poor at some level that's the way the system works and since we know that the system will not change the rules we are going to have to change the system tragedy of this period of social transition was not the strident clamor of the bad people but the appalling silence of the good people we
8: shall live in peace. We shall live
7: Be hopeful. Be optimistic. Our struggle is not the struggle of a day, a week, a month, or a year. It is the struggle of a lifetime. Never ever be afraid to make some noise and get into good trouble, necessary trouble.
8: We are not afraid.
7: Let us not wallow in the valley of despair, I say to you today, my friends. And so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day,
0: I'm so glad you joined us today. I hope you had a great time. I know that I did. I love the meditation. I love the music. I enjoyed the lesson. What a powerful day it's been here. It just uplifts me. It helps me to meet the week aware of greater awareness of God's Spirit. So we're glad that you with us. Check out our website. Check out our website at Minneapolis.org. And if you're watching us on Facebook, be sure to hit subscribe so that you'll be notified again when we are live. We love you, we bless you, we behold that living presence of the divine within you. Until we meet again, we say, love and blessings.